And we are live. Two bo- two brothers. Live. You're already messing up. Uh man. Episode seventy two. Um, damn, that was a that was a tough entry there, but we're gonna go with it. Uh, Travis, how you doing, man? How's your week? It's good, man. I'm sitting here with a very, very hot cup of tea that I'm probably going to burn my mouth on mid-recording, but it's going to be great. You all proper. Is it snowing your way? Uh, I woke up and there was some snow in the vehicle. It was very, very light, though. It's kind of dusting. Well, so. Did I did I just see that the Patriots are practicing in the snow today? Probably. I would not be surprised if down in Foxborough they got some type of snow. Yeah. I don't know if it's snowing yeah. actively, but there might be some snow on the ground. I mean, I'm, we'll be excited to talk about that uh, here in a second. But uh, I guess wh- where do we want to start? Do we want to go football right away? I know the week begins today. We're recording this Why? on Thursday. Why don't we start with the Celtics? I mean, you're the one that sent yeah, me the game. I know. I know. I'm, I'm actually uh, – I'm a little tired, but it's worth it. Um, got got uh, super grateful. Had a chance to go up and uh, watch – the Celtics play the Clippers last night at the uh, formerly known as the Staples Center, which the sign is down. It is uh, going to be very shortly the uh, Crypto.com cent- uh, Crypto.com Arena. I think that's what is it? Yeah, yeah, something like that. And um, first time there, got to see it. Um, but let me let me tell you, they didn't disappoint as far as giving me the exact sort of. Uh, a performance that encapsulates this entire year and probably even a couple in, in the past where they were playing a team that a team with their best players, as in Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, would be a, a perennial threat in the West. Uh, both of them were out. I will give the I will give the Celtics a little credit. You know, Jalen was out still with that hamstring. He was out there shooting around though. Um, but the game flowed. I mean, it's so cool up close. You see it up close. You really see the physicality that, that happens. You see the, the incredible size that these guys are to begin with. I don't think yeah. that is you know, noticed. Tatum is massive. Tatum is massive. Um, I mean, so many, was it Zubak? Or, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just – it's incredible. These guys, seven foot, it's like you don't see those people every day, right? Um and then you got actually Schroeder. It's kind of Schroeder's kind of like a normal sized person. Um, so isn't he 6'3? He is, but he looks like he's just a six. You know, if I was to go stand next to him, I'd be the same size as far as um, in comparison. But yeah, uh, to go back to the performance. So um, anyone out there who thought I was, you know, not watching the Celtics at all, I follow them. I have a tough time watching them because the game that we went to is exactly what we've been seeing where they get down pretty big. Um, Tatum has a little bit of difficulty in the beginning. He got teed up for complaining. Um, coach looked pretty frustrated throughout the game. Uh, and then Tatum goes off. He has a little stretch there in the third quarter, play really well. They cut it down, kind of chipped away into the fourth. And then they did what they've come to be known to do the last few years. And, is uh, get within like five to three points and just not be able to get there. Um, and so, I mean, they made it interesting at the end. They made some big shots at the end. Um, but it's kind of a bummer when you see them lose to the Clippers after a night that they lost to the Lakers. Um, 
when I think it was Boston Jr. And, um, you know, it was just a couple, you know, Luke Kennard out there <laughs> putting shots down. And it's like, what, where are we at? So, yeah, I was able to experience it. It's, I, I take it back. It was, a, it was a phenomenal experience. I, you know, anytime you can go to a live sport event like that, it's awesome. Um, the celebrities of the night, Travis. Oh, yeah? Who was there? The, I've never seen the show, but the girls from uh, Catching uh, or Sunset, S- Selling Sunset on Netflix um, were, were like right in front of us. But uh, yeah, I've never seen the show, but that was, those are the celebrity. It's, it was quite a bit stepped down from the night before where it was Benefer. Right. You see anyone was, on the sideline you knew? Um, as far as uh, celebrities was? Yeah. Nah. Nah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, no, plenty of basketball. It was great. Uh, but let's talk about the Celtics, man. Uh, and we'll go around the league a little bit. I mean, there's some cool history coming up with Steph. Um, I don't know. Was, was the Memphis game where they beat OK, OK city? Um, was that this past week? Yeah, that was after between, yeah, yeah our previous episode and now. We'll have I don't to discuss know what that, happened, but let's talk. Let's let's stick with the Celtics because we're really dealing with a team that. I mean, it's a weird East Eastern Conference, if you ask me. I mean, the Wizards just can't lose right now, which is what a turnaround. Um, but Boston, man, I, I you know, it really feels like, and you, and I know we were talking earlier, and you can go into this about their schedule coming up. It really feels like they're getting pushed into a, you know back back to the wall not many other options here other than to, dare I say it, rebuild. Um, yeah, talk to me about what we're seeing going forward schedule-wise and, you know, what prospects maybe you're reading about or options that, you know, they have because they've tried everything. They've tried everything as far as restructuring management, restructuring coaching staff, restructuring team, and uh, we're, we're just looking at a very mediocre result right now. Yeah, it's the same team, just a different roster. You know, you win one game, you lose two, or you win two, you win one. It's like Celtics fan, you're just so up and down emotionally. Cause, oh, maybe they're kind of figuring out. Like right before this road trip, their defense was like top three, maybe at least top five. And now their defense has been fucking ass this whole road trip. Um, <clears throat> I mean, the Utah Jazz game was kind of an aberration because, again, Utah was just hitting threes like popping candy dispensers is ridiculous um, it's bound to happen during the yeah. season too totally. um but yeah there's a lot of question marks in this roster that i think ultimately depending on how this month shapes out because i mean the next three games you got phoenix and then you got then golden state and milwaukee you could lose all three of those games then you're sitting at what 13 and 16 and then mm-hmm. like where the hell are you at that point you know getting, like getting deep Getting into the middle of the season there at that point. Yeah, you know? you know, you're already a third through the season at least, if not close to a half. Um, and I think it's December 15th when, like, people like Smart can get traded. Or maybe it's January 15th. It might be January. Um, but that day is coming quick here where, you know, guys who sign extensions can now get traded. Um, you know, someone like Schroeder who's on a basically an expiring one-year cheap contract, like, you're not going to do anything for the Celtics if you're not going to get a playoff contention. So, you know, you definitely – I at this point, I feel like you probably get a first-round pick for him. Some team would – give you a, probably a first round pick for him. Um, so I don't know, man, they, they, there's a lot of things they need to figure out. Um, Tatum's obviously here for another three years after this Brown, you got two more years after this. And then, you know, Brown's obviously unrestricted. Um, 
And but at the same time, do you think there's any situations happening around the league where there might be players in a, in a current standing with their team, out of the team and the organization? I, I, I know we've heard it many times over. He is trying to look for a trade, and then he comes out and says those are like Dame, Dame Lillard. Or yeah. like teams that are in a situation like that where it's very clear they're in a very mediocre position. And they have players that are coming up um, to expiring contracts or long-term sort of decisions that they're going to have to make internally where there might be a player coming up in the next couple of weeks um, that may not have been really someone to consider here in the weeks before, you know, leading up to it. Are there any situations that you look that might work in the favor of some type of projected deal? I know we're talking about you know, setting up a Celtic team. If there is a rebuild, you really hope it's a quick one using some valuable people. I don't want to talk about any of these guys like they're just, you know, just they're, they're human beings that serve huge roles for a team. Marcus Smart is truly a leader on defense. As you can see in person, you just see the things that are happening. Um, it, I just don't see it working right now with this, the way that the team is structured. So I don't want to say that like these people aren't valuable or great basketball players, but in the, the fact that they are valuable makes it so that they could turn this into a situation where, hey, maybe they do find some other pieces that can fit together a little bit better um, in the current trajectory of their team. So that being said, uh, you know, you mentioned Smart, um, maybe Horford, maybe Schroeder. Uh, I'm not sure what they would get for that, especially with Horford's deal and their money. It'd have to be something probably. Now with Horford, is he getting, I had a question, is he, how, what, how much money did the 76ers put into this trade of like meeting? Did they buy out a certain amount of his They got contract? it from OKC, not Philly. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, OKC, Lamar. yeah. No, he's, next year he's like partially guaranteed. So it's not a fully guaranteed year next year. Um, yeah. It's either going to be one of two things. They're going to be sellers and it's going to be pieces for various other pieces. Or it's going to be a package thing where it's going to be, you know, Schroeder and Horford that gets you to probably – Kind of salary wise, twenty eight million. And I guess is there, I, I guess there's a, a part of me that's like, is there any chance? And the reason I asked about the like the Portland Trailblazers situation, yeah. You know, is there any chance there's a couple teams like that with a player that's eligible that maybe I'm not even thinking of that? Hey, they've clearly made it that they're not going to have long term. Their team's sort of stuck in limbo, similar to the Celtics. The Celtics would even go up a scale and be like, hey, Jalen could be even on the table when he's healthy, um, do you, do you, is there any like 2K chance, right? 2K draft simulator chance that something pops up? I've seen a few out there. There's a, this um, one was like Pascal Siakam and Drogic for hmm. some younger guys in draft pick. I mean, Siakam doesn't move the needle all that much, but he's definitely a more talented player than what you have. Um, hmm. You get all the Pacers players, obviously who are kind of um, discussed. I think really the only guy there you would look at probably would be uh, Miles Turner. Sabonis mm -hmm. is, I mean, really good player, but I don't know where he fits, especially where he's kind of a hub um, type of player, similar to Horford, right? right? You know, the key. Um, there's just, I don't think there's any way you get Damian Lillard unless you're trading Jalen Brown. I don't think they would do that because it's it's like swapping out one player for another, and you're going to have to give up right. a lot more pieces in addition to Jalen Brown. Um, 
I think if anything, someone gets traded to Portland versus someone in Portland training Damon Lillard. I don't really know. Here's the mm-hmm. thing. Things come out of the woodwork all the time. I'm just like, I'm, as this iteration of the Celtics team, it just ain't it. Cool. It's, no. it's cool to watch Tatum go on, like, what, seven games, five, six games in his head. I think he had 29 last night, but, like, 30-plus, yeah. basically. Well, yeah. And, and that, you're not winning. Yeah. Um, if Schroeder is your leading scorer, it's not good. I know. He was hitting some big shots last night, and I was just thinking, I'm like, man, he shouldn't be in that situation to begin with. But um, the, you know what the game reminded me of? It was, like, watching that Bucks game a little – uh, a few weeks ago where um, Giannis wasn't even playing and they squeaked out, you know, a win in overtime, but it felt a little like uh, that wasn't the actual Bucks team that you needed to beat, you know? Um, let's go good around the this, league. So, good news oh, is go Tatum's it. getting a signature shoe. There you go. You, well, I, he wore those, That's only going to make him more entitled. You, show, you showed me the uh, the ones that you sent me is what he wore again. Oh, I wore those um, again? Yeah. The, what were they? I see. The, uh, yeah, or, the 34 – player exclusives yeah and and i mean his own shoe now i guess we can we can end this in the way that you sent it to me um this morning uh the twitter oh right here by chris forsberg right so Mm -hmm. celtics over the last 141 games including the playoffs 72 and 69 so right at 500 now uh, as of yesterday 72 and 70 uh, one step forward, one step back. That's exactly how I feel. Uh, tantalizing, tantalizing glimpses, infuriating losses, always clinging to hope of health. Uh, change the GM, coach, supporting cast. What changes next? And I think that last part, what changes, it's inevitable, right? Something's going to happen here. It's roster related um, at this point. It's not going to be yeah. Brad Stevens. Or and it's tough, though, because basketball is so easy to get attached to these players because there are less of them. Um, and they, obviously will have bigger roles because of that. And so it is tough to get attached to someone like Marcus Smart, who has just put his heart and soul into the Celtics. And if he were to be on the move, it would be a sad day, but hopefully for the, the prospects of figuring this out, while they still have a chance. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't think they'd ever get to the emergency level of like, OKC because no one in, in Boston's organization is at a point where like they're willing to completely throw out a season. Um, I don't think any successful organization should be able to act like that, but there are times where you have to understand where you're at. Like I think golden state was with injury and health last year. And they just understood that, listen, we're just gonna have to go. Let's build some pieces that can help set us up for the future. Yes. We still are playing to win, but we also understand that like, you were dealt this hand, and we got to play it right now. Um, OKC, OKC, on the other hand, maybe this is a good transition point. What the hell are they doing? What a garbage, garbage, garbage organization. They've blown it with their best players they've ever had. They blown it, and they're blown it with Shea Gildas Alexander, who's a building block piece, too. And how the hell do you walk out as a professional basketball team and lose and be down by – what were they down by, 70-something? Yeah, they're on the verge of, like, the worst record in history, I think, or worst loss in history. So that game evolved from, obviously, Memphis taking the hold of the lead, basketball game still, up. And then it just took to a turn where it's like you're so much in the lead that the unwritten rules come into play, right? Where, Mm -hmm. hey, 
don't go up trying to dunk it. Don't try to do these things. Then it got to such a huge advantage where it's like, you know what? This is disrespectful that you're playing this bad against us. We're going to go put this and slam it in your face. So I have no if, – if a team is willing to walk out there like that and suck that bad at the highest level, it's – it's um, that's an embarrassment to the opposing team because it's really hard. I don't know. Uh, it sounds bad for men's league. You ever, uh, you ever play a team or, or even growing up playing hockey, you play a team and you're beating them so bad that you have to like find a way to play worse. And it actually is really, really difficult. And so I'm, I'm happy that they, they kept the schlacking going on because at that level, that shouldn't happen. Um, man. That, yeah. Any comments on your side on that? That was bad. Well, it's just hilarious. To the, this is all without draw Marine, which is crazy. I didn't look at the stat line for some of these players, but yeah, it's crazy how bad they got beat. I, I'm very curious, just like, and we don't need to delve into it, but like this whole thing is LKC's made all these moves. They have a shit ton of draft picks coming up, a lot of which are Houston's too, and Houston's terrible. Um, I think some of them are in Houston's from the Russell Westbrook. I could be wrong on that front. Um, but is Sam Presti even going to be there to see this thing through? You know what I mean, that's what I'm, this is what I'm saying. Like, this is just kind of stagnant. It's not going anywhere. But it's, then, and then also, how many times have we? See, yeah, how many times have we seen it work where you get some great draft picks and it works? Awesome. But just as many times, I'd be willing to bet there's times where you pick the wrong people together and then we're like, I, it wasn't the exact situation. But think of the Timberwolves. Mm. They were supposed to have a winning strategy between Wiggins and Cat. And it just Levine at one point. Yeah, Levine. It it just didn't work. I don't think the players were as good as expected, which they're still great players. Um, but together they didn't work. And they just, yeah, they ended up going out, you know, splitting the team as they had to do. And that's just kind of it's kind of tough because it's like, I mean, we went through the ringer of the Nets picks, right? Being like, the team that we have now is the team that we were looking forward to four or five years ago. And that's hard to say. Um, and there, it's not that they haven't given us some great talent. Tatum is going to be a stud in this league for years. Jalen Brown will be a great player in this league for years, but um, it's just not what you expect from the value. So yeah. Anyways, it, you know, I don't want to keep going back to them. Let's go to some positive stuff. Steph Curry, man. Have you seen some of the stuff, uh, like the takes that did not age well? Did you read those? I did not. Like, does, I'm Steph, sure great. does Steph have any chance to, to uh, you know, when Steph was early on in his career, it's like, does Steph has any chance to taking over uh, the three point record? And there's a bunch of people who are like, oh, he won't even reach Jason Kidd. Um, oh, he's good, but I think Jimmer Fredette is the best three point shooter in the league, or like, Young three point has a chance and say, Oh, that's that did not age well. Um, I mean, it's just incredible. I think Steve Kerr came out and even said, It's it's the the fact that he's had so many highlight moments, it's all a blur. You know, he's had so many of these, and that's very MJ esque, you know, very Michael Jordan, um, career wise. And I think that's just, um, yeah, to credit his season. But, yeah, he is now, what, 10 away? 10, 10 three-pointers away. I think so, yeah. I mean, it's quite possibly he could break it in Philly against his brother's team, which is fun. That would be fun. Um, 
anything around the league you want to chat about? Um, basketball was, I know, well, a couple things. One is, um, just for informational purposes, we don't have to dive into it, but January 15th, the new, um, regulations in Canada, that's going to make things kind of interesting. I don't know how all that works. I think it was just introduced, uh, fines, right. We're just brought forward starting in January 15th, or they wouldn't even be able to not even able to travel and play travel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ben Simmons is doing a good job of not being a <laughs> even being irrelevant anymore. Yeah. Um, you get the Kyrie Irving things coming up now. There's not necessarily anti mandate. It's just there's all this stuff. Like I know, um, very interesting on all all those grounds. But uh, yes, yeah, still it, it's still the season is young, um, and we're seeing a lot unfolding. All, you know, you have to go through the first few weeks. I feel like every year it happens in hockey, it happens in, in basketball, it happens in baseball where teams start the season really well and then they show who they really are. They settle back down to where they are talent-wise and it plays out how it should. I, I, keep, I, was keep, I kept waiting for that for, like, the Wizards, um, and uh, it hasn't happened. Um, but we'll see. Let's go to football. Let's talk some football. Now, I don't want to go shove this down anyone's throat because they probably heard this all week long from SportsCenter and news sources and all this stuff about the Patriots attempting three throws, Mm -hmm. completing two. One was basically a run because it was a screen pass. Yeah. And they won the football game. This is 2021, not 19 – when was it the last time? 74, 78? 72. 2002. This is a quarterback's league, and they ran it right through their face mask. They they knew it was happening, and that – you know, my only commentary with that is I don't – I think you could brush it off as just a down day, inclement weather, weird one, if it was a one-time sample size. Uh, But we saw this a couple weeks ago with Colts, Jonathan Taylor running all over them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we saw that play out again. A uh, couple things out of it. One is it seems like maybe there's some corners and some safeties. I don't really like the physical stuff it was coming out. Weren't really loving it. I know the offensive line just destroyed the defensive line. It, it was just crazy football to watch. It was the most boring, exciting game I've ever seen in my life. Um, and then two, I didn't really hear it or go out of my way to look at it, but it, some, it has, I guess, some people saying that Mac Jones, um, Patriots don't even need him, you know, um, which I, I think is laughable. I think that's just people who are really mad that Patriots are back up on top uh, in such a short amount of time. But I'd be interested to hear your take from the football, from this game. I don't think we need to go super in depth since we've almost had a week here to, to, to really digest it. Not a week, but, um, couple days feels like a week. enough time to really digest it and talk it over we got the next week coming on starting tonight so yeah. um yeah just some some comments on the game and uh and then maybe some prospects of looking forward as we come into a bye week well a massive blow to the bills psyche if you will especially considering they're playing tampa this weekend so that's mm-hmm. no easy easy uh game for them to walk into after a demoralizing loss like that um 
when you know the run's going, like here's a, like Nikhil Harry, eight times on the field, you know it's a fucking run play. Like you know it's coming every time. You still can't stop it. Like there's or, no or a must must kick off the face yeah. mask. Yeah, there's no excuse to allow four yards of carry when you know it's coming. You literally have the whole box stuffed um, with people. Um, I mean, I, I mean honestly, Mac Jones. There's been like the they didn't let him throw. They don't trust him. Is it bad for him? They don't need him. That kind of bullshit. But like. He was up there calling the protections. He's, you know, changing the run plays. They're giving him the basically like what to do, but he's he's making these calls. If Kim Newton's back there, but we're talking about Kim Newton all the time, he was back there. That's not happening. Um, so I mean, he definitely did <laughs> more than the average viewer thinks, besides just hand the fucking football off. He was kind of playing game manager, but that's okay. Um, very curious. I mean, the Colts is gonna be a big challenge to them, but I'm so curious to see what the weather's like when the Bills come in here in a couple weeks and how it's gonna look? And you have two weeks. You have two weeks to prepare. E- yes. Well, yeah, you got. Well, well they're playing a Saturday night flex, but correct. They have this off. This off. Who did Colts play this week? Million dollar question. Do not. I'll I'll look it up while we're talking. But any keep keep going. Yeah, I mean the defense was good. Defense is really good. Josh Allen. I mean, I think Josh Allen played fairly well. Um, mm-hmm. Made some bonehead mistakes like that sack that he took that ultimately led to a missed field goal because he basically took them further back than they originally would have been. And I think further back than they wanted to kick it, as you saw how just how fucking crazy that ball went. Like 35 yard kicks, normally a pretty makeable kick, but that thing just right. freaking took off with the wind. Um, Is this sound right? Is this possible? They're both on bye week? Um, yeah, Colts, yeah, that makes sense. Colts haven't had a bye week. Okay. All right. That makes sense. So, even more pressure for the Patriots because they'll both be preparing for each other. Um, but it's good. This bye week comes at a perfect time. Patriots are pretty banged up. I mean, you saw Judon yeah. got banged up. Adrian you know what will be a jolt of energy, though? Like, like you said, Harris um, pulling that hamstring. He might have had another touchdown if he didn't come up limp there. Yeah. Um, Stevenson, man. Yards after tackle? My goodness. He just got he such a low center of gravity. He's like a pinball when he hits the hole. He, just how many times did he get that like little extra effort to fall over the first line? That was huge for the Patriots. You know, at, at some point it wasn't even getting a touchdown. It was just getting a first down. That was like the most exciting thing. And he was doing that over and over again. Um, you know, it'll be a jolt of energy, as you're saying. Yes, they're going to use this time to get healthy. So are the Colts. But what happens in the Tampa Bay uh, and Bills game this weekend? It's a big one. If they happen to go two game slide here, and, and the Bucks are truly, you know, I think the Bucks are a best team. I know that I know they don't have Antonio Brown out there, but it seems like Gronk is back, and at least until he's hit again after he catches the ball so hard, like he always does. But uh, if they can pull it off, they're going down to Tampa. Tom loves it down there. Run, Leonard Fournette. I know he's not the same as the old, but he's a physical back. And, you know, Tom's going to take advantage of some uh, run pass options. And uh, Well, here's the thing. Know. If the Bills lose, I think they're out of the playoffs, depending on how things shape out. But, like, right now – Wouldn't that get – And, I mean, the Patriots don't – you don't in, – again, in the National Football, you don't need any extra motivation to win a game, right? No. Which can give you a little extra of being like, oh, we're on a roll. We're getting healthy this week. And if the Bills were to drop one, uh, hypothetically, you'd think that mentally 
hopefully I, I know Bill wouldn't let that be like, Oh, we got some breathing room. No, it's like, let's put the foot down now yeah. and uh, go, go do our job against the Colts so that we're prepared and in a position because they, they play the bills right after. Right. Yes. Yep. But in new England, in new England. Um, okay. So let's, uh, let's go through some games. So tonight, did you see uh, McCarthy guaranteed a win, right? He did, yeah, which I don't understand that move, but that's what he does. I, I'll say this, though. The guarantees mean absolutely nothing unless you act like the – like I, the only time I see people get replayed, like, oh, I guarantee this, is when they win and they replay it, you know? they Yeah. They Otherwise, you, know, that. you, you said that. You lose it and you talk about it. And then they might say it the next day, like, oh, that sounds bad, and then you never hear about it again. So um, – but yeah, Cowboys have to win this because that would be not a fun time to be competing with that division again. Every year, they're all like they're like crabs in a bucket. Mm-hmm. I've never seen actual crabs in a bucket to see if they actually do it. But what I'm told, when one tries to climb out, they all pull each other back in. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. Ravens, Browns. That'll be interesting for their division. Um, Raiders Chiefs might the Raiders figure out a way probably not it would help us uh, hey you know how I said remember I said it I wish I could cut a clip right this second um, I'd be I could if we were a little more technologically advanced on our podcast here but uh, might this be the week that the Lions win and we're like ah nah it won't be no they sure did in a, in a pretty dramatic way um Let's, I'm just looking through some of the games here. 49ers, 49ers Bengals. That's big for the Bengals. Um, Packers, Bears, just for the sake of. They, they, said Aaron, they said Aaron Rodgers' record against the Bears is like 27 or 28 and 5. That makes sense. Bears suck, man. They've always sucked. That's. Um, Cardinals ramp incredible. Oh, right. I think the Cardinals are for real, man. I, I just – I know we don't really see a lot of them. One, because they're like West Coast sort of in a weird spot. And two, they just haven't had their guys out there. So, they seem like they're um, – I just don't know if they get in a playoff scenario and you're against Tom Brady, who has all that experience. I just find – I just think uh, a Brady-led team is going to beat you. Um, they're going to find a way. Um, anything in the football space you want to talk about? I don't think so. No, root for the Ravens and the Chiefs to lose. That's really all that matters this weekend. I know they almost lost last week. Ravens, very, very close. The Ravens did lose. Um, last weekend. No shit, they did. <clears throat> that's the reason. I mean, that's the reason the Pats are in first place now. Why did I think they won? I was watching the end of that game. Yeah, I don't know oh, why. I think two. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. I had it. I thought, yeah, I don't know why I thought off the top of my head that they won. Um, let's go to the NHL. Did you see one of the coolest goals we'll ever see by the Ducks? Zegers, yeah. That kid's unbelievable. That he he couldn't believe it worked. Crazy. Yeah. Like, he like meant the- to do that. It wasn't like he tried the Michigan goal and <laughs> it fell off his stick. No, he <laughs> made the attempt in his head. In that split second, yeah. he said – I'm going to throw this up and see if you can hit it in. And, and hockey, these guys are so good in the NHL, man. They're yeah. so good. Um, it, it seems like that's like 
Oh, we had all the time in the world to do that, but not really. It's a very fast crazy. sport. It really was. Um, Bruins are sort of just Bruins you know, they're suck. okay. Bruins suck. They're 12, 8, and 2, man. They lost in a shootout last night. I got a point. I know it's they're they're doing what they need to do, staying relevant. I'd like to see the record a lot better. I'd like to see them firing on cylinders, but like early in the year, I'll take this versus seeing this in like the playoffs or down the line. So just keep winning more games than you lose steadily. I'm okay with that. But you you seem to think they suck. It just again, this comes back to they're just this middling, maybe get in. They're in the same situation as Celtics. Celtics are probably a little worse mm-hmm. off just how competitive the NBA is right now. Um, but <laughs> the Bruins just I don't know. They got a test tonight. They got a big test tonight. They're playing the Oilers again. Yep. 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 The last um, time they played them, their goal, their plan was to take McDavid out of it. Try saddle. Got a little bit of uh I mean the only saving grace is that they have a lot of games in hand. I mean, like the Maple Leafs have played five more games than them. Makes no mm-hmm. fucking sense. Yeah. But it's happening. So to make to make this segment more exciting, on top of that goal, what are like top three in your mind? Like the coolest goals you've ever seen? Because this might be up there for me. Um I I know the other one that I mean any Datsu goal is just filthy. Oh, that's true. You know, a lot of that. Any breakaway. His 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 signature, like fake the the forehand and yeah. drag it back back like with your backhand. Yeah. Not a toe drag, but drag. Oh, that was nasty. Yeah. Um, but like in so that yeah, those are nasty. I forgot. Ovechkin about, I, ball. I was gonna say the Ovechkin one. The Rick Nash goal. That was another one. Oh, that's right. The Sidney Crosby, I guess, when he kind of flipped it up and put it in. Yeah. Um, Rick Nash is that craziest one. I don't even remember that one. Explain to me what was going on. It was again, it was versus, I think it was versus the Coyotes, just like it was. Yeah, I just looked at it real quick. Coyotes, man, because right, wasn't there a Russian goal against the Coyotes, too? Yes, I think it was. I think Wayne Gretzky was on the bench, he was coaching, he was looking up at the scoreboard, like, I gotta watch this. <laughs> you forget that he was a coach in the NHL at one point. No, um, Rick Nash literally Rick Nash, went in his heyday. I, he deked through like remember. three people. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what yeah, you're talking about. He splits the D, dangles one guy, dangles another guy, dangles the goal, he gets it back and mm-hmm. smacks it in. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I, I put this Ducks one up there, man. That was Oh, yeah, no, too. that's unreal. Because, again, that takes not only the creativity, but he couldn't even believe that, like, the guy got it out of midair. And then he's laughing on the bench because he totally realized it. Like, that actually worked. <laughs> And the Ducks are sneaky good this year, by the way. Yeah, well, they got big um, drafts as well. They got good young talent, man. That's the, the goal. So the goals, the goals were pretty much right in my backyard here. Uh, hmm. Their their AHL team aren't as good because they have all their young guys up there. Up there um, the uh, still not baseball still locked out. Um, if anyone hasn't heard, league's never. Um, oh, back. I oh I did want to say more. <laughs> Um, now <laughs> to add insult to injury, not injury, but insult to people scoring ridiculous goals on you. Could you imagine being on the end, like working your entire life, like we did for so long, believing we could go to the NHL, work so hard to get to the levels, you play at the highest levels, you get drafted, you're in the NHL, you're living the dream, and then you're told that if you. <laughs> Because you haven't paid your bills, you're not going to go to even be able to enter your own your own home ice. Hey, they rectified it, but Phoenix, man, <laughs> such a terrible franchise. 
their their bluff got or their bluff got called out immediately. Right. Um, uh, man, poor team, man. They, they just they suck. No love there. Um, let's uh, yeah, we'll breeze back by baseball. Nothing I can think of that happened. Um, here's the segment we want to talk about. We're gonna end it with this. I think we'll go through our typical spiel at the end. But I did want to go over. I know I, you you did so much homework on this, meaning zero. Zero. <laughs> Damn it. Um, so look it up on your phone, put best sports movies ever, and then you can scroll across and you can pick the ones that you like. But I want to go and talk about, you know, we can go over uh, our favorite, like, true to the sport or like serious sports movie. So movie that like is trying to encapsulate this experience and the players without there being like a fun subplot or something like that. It's supposed to be sort of in the mood of a serious uh whether it's this is based on real events or something like that and then we can go into a segment that's like a little more of the goofiness like the childhood sports ones mm-hmm. or comedies we'll put comedies in there too so those are the first two and we're just going to name like our top three that come on the list because you're going to be viewing it off of here so subject to change after we publish this damn thing um and then the next one, so this is the third one will be like our favorite, and this is our favorites, our favorite movies that are like so terrible, they're awesome. Yeah. Could, could be like the players, it's it's obviously not them. And I, I have a feeling I know which movie we'll both name. And then um, which ones we think is sort of overrated. Okay. So okay. um so do you have do you have your list up? I mean, you, how would you no, start? You, you start. No, I was going to say, do you have your – so I'm going to start with my number one. Like, yeah. that's where I'm going to start. You can start with, like, I don't know, let's go top three for each one. Um, and this is me being biased. I know it word for word. Um, and I loved that the athletes could actually perform the sport. Miracle. Miracle. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's, that's um, but I, I think um, – the portrayal of Herb, Herb Brooks was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, goosebumps. Not not even just the moment of like, do you believe in miracles? But the moment where he goes in the tunnel afterwards and just like by himself, just tingles up and down every time. You know, it's, it's, it's awesome. Um, so that, that would be my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna let you go now. It doesn't have, you know, just it doesn't really have to be your number one unless you you know it or like one, two, three, just like your top top three favorites. I mean, I feel like remember the Titans, a cliche one. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, Glory Road, Glory Road's a really good one. I feel like anytime that one pops on, I'll watch it. Okay. Do you remember Glory Road? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah great, great um, and I mean, round it out. It's a tough one. I don't even know if I have a third. Somebody like Coach Carter. Eh. Friday Night Lights. That's a pretty good one. I was going to say Coach Friday Night Carter. Lights. I really, I just, I love like the, I don't know. I like how they filmed it. I really like the the way that they made it feel like, hey, for a lot of these guys, like this is their, they made it feel like not small town, but like, yes, yeah, small town Texas where football is life, high school football is life. 
and that's like what you work your entire life for. And it's fun the whole TV series. The, even the TV series is great. They did their own things. Now, um, what's better, movie or TV series? I think I like TV series better. To be honest, I actually like the TV series. Longer form. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan at one point. I know at the end that was him. Harrison, a fresh chicken. He was as skinny as could be then. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harrison, um, Riggins. He, he, yeah, he was a. Uh, which oh, which per, which people? There was actually a couple people that went on both the movie and the show. The like the car salesman salesman type one. Yeah, there are a few um, stuff like that. Um, and then I, I I really think I know there's like a comedic uh part of it but i'll agree with you remember the titans it's just so good um blades of glory that's a great sports film (laughs) and i guess i guess um because it's such a i mean i could pick i could go through the day and and then tomorrow be one of the different ones just like the rocky series is fantastic i mean i i think that just came out of nowhere at the time and it was just just sort of took our heart over okay let's go to like sort of the fun loving one so the comedies slash you know the ones that were near and dear to us growing up what do major you got league. oh that's what i was gonna say major league is probably in my top three for favorite movies ever yeah um just so over the top but it was awesome man it was so good so funny um and another, okay, major league. another plug not a movie but Eastbound and Down. See, this is where I'll disagree with you. I didn't like Eastbound and Down. I liked it just because there's so much stuff to come out. Like Kenny Powers itself is the character. Dan McBride, mm. just like you're fucking out. Yeah. Like the fact that Drake sampled I, yeah. it in the song. Like all the fixings. No, I thought you know, all I, the fixings. I don't say I like I hated it or anything. Like I, I laughed at it for sure. Yeah. But I found that it, I don't know why it didn't, it just didn't hit me. Um, like I know that it hit other people's, but I love that other people just live and die by like yourself. That's awesome. Um, comedy. Oh, I guess Sandlot. That's sort of like a yeah, comedy kind of a too. Comedy. I gotta say, but, but that's, that's what's included in this. Um, like if you're going to go strict comedy, major league's fantastic. Um, and there's probably people listening like, wow, you didn't put like the first one that we're going, you didn't put Bull Durham. You didn't put, you know, it's like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel like doing it. Um, but for the comedies and then I put Slapshot as a funny one. Um, yeah, another one. But I think that one's sort of an acquired taste too. Um, just, just the time it is. It's like some really. Uh, Dodgeball. Just Not a sports film. I guess necessarily. Ooh, this is where I was going to say. So dodgeball. Yeah, it is. Dodgeball is a sport uh, in a way. Uh, and semi-pro. But I I, I think Talladega Nights is one of my favorite. I think Talladega Nights is one of my most, like one of Will Ferrell's funniest, actually, in my eyes. Oh, it's just got such a great cast overall. Yeah. Um, And then the kid one. So Oh, let's go to the ones that were so bad because I think um, these ones will have like our childhood ones. The Any ones that were Disney so sports b- movie, some Mighty Ducks, even. <laughs> so Can't Mighty even Ducks. watch that as an adult anymore. 
it's really that one has been really really difficult to watch over as i've aged because it's like damn coach bombay when he's a kid his, when they show like the highlights like the triple deke is not a deke it's just puck handling man and like um, they do the flying v and they all just get checked like that's four four interference the, calls right there <laughs> <laughs> they all go and check um or when they do these shots for like you, it's obviously clearly for like the cinematic thing yeah. um but like uh when charlie conway is doing the last thing he crosses the blue line about six times nice. all right um and he does he doesn't do a deke either he just does a long stick handle both ways that's triple deke apparently um Go ahead, no idea what happened. The the most absurd one was the knuckle puck one in the second movie, I think. Like it traveled on the blind several times as well. They switched the goalie during a timeout. If you've ever played youth sports with timeouts, you got like 30 seconds. Yeah. You know? It's a movie, Sam. They can get I know don't even saw it revenge, didn't even witness it at all. I know the other one that comes to mind in that category, which I loved, was Rookie of the Year. Rosenberger. Just couldn't throw a ball. Like, the kid couldn't throw a baseball. Um, Does he break his arm or break his shoulder or whatever? He broke his arm, and then he could throw, like, 100 miles per hour. Um, but great one. Just a fantastic one. And then even though um, he loses the ability to do it, somehow still gets him out. Like an EFIS pitch or something. I know. So real. The guy's like spitting tobacco. Yeah. He's like <laughs> rubbing the bat and the bat, like the, the woods yeah. coming off like sand. Like, oh, so my bad. God. Um, and then some that weren't mentioned. Um, I know we both watch this a lot. Uh, Little Giants. Remember that movie? Yes. That was that was that was the ground, yeah. Yes, it is. Um, and then the ones that are let's let's finish with the ones that are overrated in our minds. Rudy sucks. I well, you also had that stint where people were calling you Rudy Hoosiers. For no I don't really care for Hoosiers. Hoosiers, yeah. A lot of people rank that up there pretty highly. Um, you know, one that a lot of people put at the very top of their list, but I just wasn't coach carter yeah again that's another one i'll watch it but a certain I, point, I didn't know i didn't know if i could get my way get myself in trouble for that one no nah, um, i mean it's it's an okay movie yeah hoosier um how samuel L. jackson went from pulp fiction to that beats me <laughs> right um uh, i guess a noteworthy one i really like one that was sort of, I don't remember it getting much. Um, love was uh, Warrior. I thought that was a good one for oh, UFC. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any other ones that we, I know we didn't mention like all the baseball ones, Field of Dreams, no. Natural. Terrible. Um, natural. I good. did love. I, I, yeah, Natural was good, and so was Bull Durham. It's just not my favorite. Field of Dreams, I can do do with that. Yeah, that was kind of. Kind of tough one. Um, not one I go back to all the time, but um, okay. I mean, it was sort of sloppy and unorganized, but it's sort of a first theme segment. We'll think of some other ones. Maybe, maybe within the sports ranking teams, things like that. Um, 
I'll let you, we'll, we'll, we'll ponder some ideas and maybe we'll come back and make an official, official. This is just us drafting some stuff up, you know? You're in it with real time with us. Uh, okay, any um, outside of the sports world, anything entertainment-wise, movie-wise, uh, music-wise you've been kind of getting into this week? Khalid's new album is pretty good. I don't know if you listen to Khalid at all. Oh, I, I, uh, I saw it came out, and I got reminded today, but I didn't listen to it yet. But I might, I might take a listen. That. Was it all right? Yeah, I like it. It was good. Um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye's always you. I think you had, you were yeah. texting me about it. I'm yeah. into it. I'm watching it. I'm not sure I love the Christmas theme still, but um, hit or miss. But the premise and a lot of stuff that's been happening is it. It's good. Yep. Um, I two things. One was the end of Money Heist. I don't know if you ever got into that show. No. I love that show. It was awesome. Um, so the end of that, I was happy with the ending. Like. I think people, there's no, it's a lose-lose if you end a show that people, a lot of people like, um, because there's no way that you can end it. Everyone's going to hate it just for the sheer fact that it's over. Uh, and then the Kid Cudi documentary on Netflix, or I mean on Amazon Prime was great. Did not see that. It's really great. Interesting. Just talks about yeah. his upbringing and up like. No, he talked, well. No, not really. He kind of talks about his career. He, he goes from, uh, it's him, and it's like, uh, it's actually cool. Like Connie's in there, mm. and he, because he was coming up pretty much the same time, and they were like collaborating. You got to yeah. remember, he was helping cut, you know, Cuddy was sort of featured on a lot of these other albums before Man on the Moon came out. Mm-hmm. And he had that mixtape that was huge. And then, uh, like, Shia LaBeouf is on it. Uh, I always forget his name. Uh, the guy from Dune, Shyamalan. Chalamet? Yeah, because they're like the, he just has like interesting friends, and then you get to meet like the guys, uh, in, you know, playing Pat, um, you know, Ratatouille. So you hear a lot of these things and like just the influence they had on those guys. But he goes sort of through his career, and and those guys have some um, talks about you know his come into. So it wasn't like his childhood per se, but it sort of started when his, he was first coming on the scene of recorded music um man on the moon and then it just went through sort of some most of his big discography um yeah like it actually was very interesting like when they got to like speeding bullet to heaven which is just out there but he didn't he couldn't even talk he didn't want to talk about it um because that's just where his mind was and then uh yeah it was just it was a short it wasn't a super long i think it might have been an hour and 20 something minutes on Amazon Prime, so I really loved it. I mean, Cuddy was a big, big part. I mean, he was our end of our high school, like middle of high school, end of our high school time, and so I took that into college. Just loved it. So it was cool to reconnect to that. Give it a watch. Yeah, it's a good one to look over. Um, yeah, let's finish it there. I'm glad we. I, I, I'm, I look more and more forward to doing this. I mean, we're at 72, Travis. That's pretty amazing. Um, as always, we, we appreciate everyone listening along uh, wherever you're at. And if, you re- if you're enjoying it, you know, um, again, we thank you for coming in every week. And uh, I don't ever want to be that person who's like, smash that like button or subscribe. We don't have one. Um, but if you, if you do enjoy it, hey, put it on when you're in the car ride home with a friend. Um, 
maybe listen to it together. So we'll leave it at that. This is episode 72 of Two Bros Talking Sports Podcast. Ended it much clearer than I started it. And uh, we will see you on episode 73.